Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. Wow. What a week. What a last. Just the last two hours have been incredible. The phone has not stopped ringing. It is a sell everything. The kitchen sink, the dirty laundry, you name it. Everything's uh, being obliterated today, uh, the Dow had an all-time record loss yesterday, uh, almost 1,200 points, 1,190 points. It's down another 900 more points today. Uh, just an app. I mean, you talk about going out to the woodshed and, and gold. Uh, gold was under pressure this morning and then... Uh, and not a lot. It was down like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, and then the kitchen sink comes out. I saw sell orders that were just beyond comprehension. Uh, you know what it is. They try, they're trying to fire up the plunge protection team, uh, the, a big coordinated effort, the, the Bank of Japan, our central bank. Uh, throw the Bank of International Settlements. I'm sure they're all in there, uh, but it's not saving stocks. And uh, gold is well off the bottom, but we'll we'll keep watching it all. Silver, uh, the second highest gold to silver ratio ever. Uh, right now, it's at ninety five and change, ninety five ounces of silver and change. It got over ninety six at one point this morning. Uh, the all time record high is one hundred two. Uh, so keep that in mind as well. But, it, you know, buy the dip, and, and especially a dip like today because uh, we know, right? We're used to it. It's and, 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 of course, if you turn on the idiot box, they'll tell you that, hey, they got to they gotta get money, right? The, the All these bulls that were on Wall Street, they kept hoping, oh, the bounce back. It's going to be a bounce back today, bounce back tomorrow, bounce back then, and no bounce back ever came. And they all need money, and they got to liquidate their gold to raise the money. And and uh, I, I'm not buying that. That's nonsense. Uh, well, now what I do believe is I do believe uh, they're they're buying it now. Yeah, I do believe that. That's exactly what I believe. Hey, plunge protection team, do our dirty work so we can go in there and load up uh, on gold and silver. And I, I really just believe that's what the case is. Uh, coronavirus is all anybody wants to talk about. I got to tell you, it's starting to get weird now. Okay. Starting to get weird. We, how many people are dead? Less than 3000 and the whole entire world, right? More people die in uh, a bad, <laughs> man, that's an exaggeration. I was going to say a bad weekend in Baltimore, but you know what I'm saying, right? How many people die uh, in car wrecks and all this? It, it, it seems like a lot, doesn't it? And then, oh, we're ready. We're prepared. We had the press conference, right? You saw all the doctors, the CDC, the president, the vice president, they're all out there saying we're ready. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Now California's got 8,400 people under quarantine, and yet they said they only have 200 test kits. How's that ready? I mean, really? Right? It just defies logic. If you would think, okay, if there's one place where uh, a, de- a disease that allegedly came out of China, and I say allegedly because who knows? I don't know. Right? Man-made, bioweapon, 
uh, animal to human transfer. Who knows? The most likely place, if you had a, you know, hey, what's one state? If there's one state that, you know, somebody could get into, you know, from Asia, where would it be? Everyone would say California, right? Everybody, of course. Yeah, right? A lot of, a lot of Asians live in California. We know this, right? Think about the ports, all the stuff that comes into the ports from China there, right? That'd, be the, that'd probably be the, the, you know, the number one place. And we, we had 200 test kits. Now it's in Mexico, right? My, my worst fears coming true, right? Don't let it get into Central and South America. Now it's in Central and South America. I, I, I'm going to say this. It's here. It's in Arizona. It's in Colorado. It's in California. It's in New York. Uh, it's here. Uh, Disney announced that they're shutting down uh, their Disney park in Tokyo uh, for two weeks. We'll see if that how long that goes. I mean, could you imagine? Right, is that going to start happening here? We got spring break getting ready to come out. Uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I'm not smart enough to get it. All, all as I know is uh, now all of a sudden, just think about it, just destroying the Dow Jones is at twenty four thousand eight hundred. Right, we we were just talking about thirty thousand a week ago, and you think about uh, you know the election coming up, and what is this going to be? Is there going to be a bounce back? And and and, they, and I continue to say, if everyone keeps acting the way they're acting, no. Right, I mean no. If everyone's going to be quarantined, there's a school in Seattle now that is closed. Uh, the, uh, the, a teacher, I believe it was a teacher has been put on the quarantine list. Uh, apparently, uh, they said this teacher had contact with somebody that they believe has the coronavirus. And now they're saying that, uh, they've closed the school in Seattle. Uh, Mick Mulvaney, uh, one of the president's guys, he was out. Uh, talking about uh, there could be school closures. He's blaming the press for peddling a false narrative. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, if schools are going to close, he's talking about maybe churches, right? Hey, you can't go to church because, you know, we don't want people next to each other. I mean, don't go to concerts. What about spring training? I don't know. Buckle up. Get the jack out, baby. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is the toll-free number. I mean, I think about just silver. A roll of silver is like fifty dollars less, maybe even fifty-five dollars less uh, than than the beginning of the week. Uh, Four hundred and five dollars this morning on a roll of silver eagles. That's great value, right? Pick it up. Uh, you know, you're you're buying the ratios almost at an all-time record high. Uh, gold's down 50. Uh, U.S. $20 Liberties, $50 cheaper than yesterday. 800-951-0592. So Mick Mulvaney, uh, he is the acting White House chief of staff. Okay. So he was out today. And again, you know, you can't come out and say, oh, it's the media this and the media that. And then... Say things like this. Are you going to see some schools shut down? This was Mick Mulvaney. Probably. 
We're going to see impacts on public transportation. Sure we are. But but we do this. We know how to handle this, he said. Well, so far, it doesn't look like you do. Right? I mean, why isn't there 8,400 test kits in California so we can find out if these people got this thing or not? He said this while speaking at some, uh, I don't know, uh, CPAC convention. He slammed the media for painting a false narrative that the Trump administration is scrambling to contain the virus. I don't know that people, nobody, I don't think anybody really thought that. But now I kind of do. I kind of do. Right? That it is, it, it's in Mexico. If this thing's so bad, let's shut the border. If it's already in Mexico, it means it's already here in Arizona. He said that, uh, talked about, hey, we may have to be in certain areas, uh, prevent people from congregating, talked about uh, schools and churches and things of that nature. Uh, Then this high school in Washington, uh, Bethel, Washington, a suburb of Seattle, uh, the school closed yesterday after a staffer's family member was placed in quarantine for showing possible signs of the virus. The school will be cleaned and disinfected while students stay home. And I don't mean to laugh because I'm like, man, yeah, I'm sending my kid back there, not for at least for a while. Uh, they, they said steps are being taken out of abundance of caution, uh, closing schools when there has not been defer- a confirmed case and the student or staff member uh, is not currently recommended by the way so apparently uh this school is saying hey we're going to take this special measure because uh one of our Stanford's family members is in quarantine and uh and then hyundai today so big news right so disney shutting down their disney park in tokyo this morning then Hyundai Motors said that they are ceasing operations at their plant in South Korea as a second, uh, the complex is the, the second factory to close on Friday now after a worker tested positive for the coronavirus. So now the, the second Hyundai plant in South Korea now, and that thing's right running rapid there. And, and, and this is part of the reason why uh, we're seeing the huge sell-offs in, in Wall Street because when we talked about this yesterday, listen, the earnings, the, the, the year that they thought they were going to have, not having it. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and, and then I sit there, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I don't get it. Right? Is this, again, who knows, right? You, you got to, I know it's all the conspiratorial stuff, but I can't help but think, I mean, right, Is this was this the plan? Right? Is this how we're gonna get rid of Trump? We're just gonna knock the uh, knock the stuffings out of the the stock market, bring the whole world to a grinding halt. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but what happens if Disney World and Disneyland shut down, right? And then all of a sudden, hey, spring break is canceled. Uh, I, I I read last night that Japan. Has until has about four more weeks or so to decide whether or not to have the Olympics, right? Because remember, the 2020 Olympics uh, are supposed to be in Japan, 
Uh, and if you start canceling all these events and you're seeing, uh, I think it was Google just canceled some conference and all these conventions. How about Las Vegas? Right, nobody get right. Las Vegas is closed, right? We and we've seen what's happened when these things have happened, right? We saw it in the Great Recession, right? We saw it after nine eleven, right? We've seen this when 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 the tourism industry uh, closes down and everybody's afraid to go anywhere. That, that's not good. It's not a good thing. So when we're sitting there and we're watching, and I know you think I, the, eventually the selling's got to stop, and it will. It will. When? I, I don't know. Right? Could it be today? Right? Here's what I'm, I'm telling you. There's going to be an emergency meeting soon. Matter of fact, if I'm a betting man, they're having it right now. They've already had the meeting. At some point in time, uh, you're going to see the central bank step in. Uh, do not be shocked. I've been. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again today. Don't be shocked to see a 50 basis point rate cut. Uh, the 10 year note got all. The, it's all the way down to one. I think one one three. Uh, I think is now the new all time record low. It's at one one six right now. It's just. Hard to get your arms around the two-year note, the five-year note, yielding less than 1%. And what what does that mean? What, what's happening is you're seeing all of the, these people that don't want to put their money into the stock market anymore, and they're, they're all going uh, into the treasury markets, driving these yields down. Uh, the Fed is behind the curve, if you view it that way. Fed's funds rate's at one and a half. The 10-year note's almost at 1%. Uh, don't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know what a 50 basis point rate cut does uh, to this coronavirus, but here's something that they that has been alarming in all of this because we get lost in the – we see these big, big drops, and, and you see the, the Dow's lost, what, 4,000 points in like seven trading days. I mean, something crazy like that. The spreads in the junk bond market. Everybody's bailing out of the junk bonds, and they're going into the treasury market, uh, which is actually now a lot of these companies. And I've told you, you know, we only have what five or six AAA rated companies on Wall Street. Uh, the vast majority of the S and P five hundred uh, trades in, you know, has junk. Their their bonds are junk. Junk market bonds. The yields in that market are rising, or you know, the they're they're going up. They're not falling like with the ten-year note and the thirty-year note and the five-year note, the two-year note. All the yields are falling. Yields are going up, and it's starting to put pressure on. You know, you start thinking about these companies where all of a sudden, okay, it's going to cost us more money for all this, all the debt we already have. Uh, on top of that, now business is starting to slow, and all of a sudden uh, we got a cash crunch and we got bankruptcies. Uh, so I think that you're going to see the central bank step in to try to drive those rates back down. Uh, because let me, I'm just being honest with you, the stock market is a risky, risky place. We know this. But they do a good job of hiding that risk. 
and you don't realize. And how long have I said the central bank has prevented us from pricing risk properly? And now that the risk is here, you're seeing what it's doing, and nobody's talking about it. But I think that's why you're going to see the central bank step in to try to keep these companies afloat because those yields are going the wrong way. Uh, and a lot of these companies, the vast majority of the companies you own, are they're junk. They're junk-rated bonds, and those yields are blowing out. And all of the people that were in that market are taking their money out of those companies and putting them into treasuries. That's why you're seeing the treasury yields fall. It's not the Wall Street money, right? Wall Street, they're, they're just out of money, right? They're getting hammered and losing the money. But it's the inside of the bond market, you have investors fleeing what was the junk market, which was giving you a better yield. Maybe you're getting in junk bonds uh, a 3% yield instead of a, you know, a 1.5% yield or a 1.3 or 1.2 or now a 1.1. All of a sudden, what we're seeing is those yields are spiking now. It's 4 and 5 and 6, uh, which is going to put a lot of pressure. You throw that in with slowdown for these companies, it's going to get very painful. And that's when you start seeing what the cost cutting, right, the layoffs and all those things. So I, I think, I think, the central bank is going to be forced to step in to that market. And that's why uh, don't be surprised if we see a 50-point rate cut. Uh, and I know they've got a meeting in March. I don't know if they're, if they're going to be willing to wait that long. Uh, if the stocks can't stop their slide and those yields and those junk yields keep blowing out, uh, they, then look for it. Be ready for it. Don't be surprised by it. Uh, I think that you're – and you'll see a coordinated effort around the globe. It won't just be us. Europe will go farther negative. Uh, Japan will go farther negative, right? China has been pumping in uh, billions and billions of dollars every single day. Uh, and now you're going to start seeing a lot of these companies that, hey, we need money. Right? We need money. We don't have enough money. Uh, the, we weren't prepared for this, right? You know the drill. Uh, Procter & Gamble already said, hey, 17,000 products. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration today announced they won't tell us what the drug is. The vast majority, and I'm talking like 90% of all the pharmaceuticals are made in China. And we've been wondering if we are going, if this thing dragged out, if we would start seeing an issue arise and they're not releasing the name of the drug obvious for obvious reasons, right? If you if you were on that drug and you heard there's going to be a shortage, right? You'd go out and buy multiple months worth of. But they they're saying a common drug here in the United States has now been put on a list of a potential uh, you know shortage of that drug. They but again they're not releasing it. Uh, if this thing though, think about this. All of a sudden. Hey, it's one thing if it's one drug. What if it's 10, 50, 100, a couple hundred drugs? And, you know, we're the most drugged-up country in the entire world. And all of a sudden, you can't get your blood pressure medication or you can't get your heart medication or you can't get – and I don't know what it is, right? And, and and I for once, I actually think that's a good idea, right? I don't like it when the Federal Reserve won't tell us what banks or financial institutions are in trouble. Uh, but but if you 
rely on medication if you're allowed to by your doctor to get, you know, an extra 30 or 60 day supply of it may not be a bad idea is all I'm saying. Uh, as we watch all of this, I'm trying to get as much of the information out to you as I see it. Uh, that was out of the FDA uh, this morning. Again, Mick Mulvaney was out saying, yes, things are going to you know, close and this and that, but we're prepared, but yet I don't see prepared. I want to see prepared, uh, but but I don't. I don't know how everybody else is feeling about it. And then again, what are we preparing for? The flu, right? I, I I don't know. I haven't. It's not like it's not like they've reported now. Is China just flat out lying? And and it's not you know two thousand dead people. It's twenty five thousand or thirty or fifty or hundred. I don't know. Right, we none of us know. I think I, I'll say this: I think Washington knows. I think the uh, the people at the CDC know, and I, I and I definitely know this: uh, whatever the truth is, we're not being told it, because it sure seems like this is an awful lot of panic. For not that many, not you know, every life is precious, but you know, I don't know. It's a head scratcher. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. President Trump has taken an inhuman amount of abuse by the left, yet he still manages to get things done for the American people from the economy to the courts. Even though Trump may take center stage in the political arena, there are countless other heroes holding the line day in and day out. Let's take a moment to recognize a few of the heroes. Representative Jim Jordan and other House Republicans were so vigorous in their defense of President Trump that liberals became laughingstocks by the time the impeachment hearings in the House had ended. Attorney General Bill Barr is holding the line as well. He did a great job cutting off the gravy train that Robert Mueller and his political hacks rode for two years. Barr published reports that thoroughly discredited the false allegations by liberals against President Trump. Barr also delivered a speech at Notre Dame last October criticizing the mandatory LGBT curriculum being imposed on New Jersey public schools. Barr lamented the steady erosion of our traditional Judeo-Christian moral system and a comprehensive effort to drive it from the public square. A shout-out also belongs to heroes standing against never-Trumpers in the Republican Party who continued to nitpick and betray our president. Special credit to former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley for exposing a scheme in the White House to go around President Trump. Let's not forget the ordinary people who deserve recognition for their courageous conservative actions. On the other side of the world, the courageous protesters in Hong Kong successfully stood against the tyrannical demands by communist China. They forced China to withdraw its extradition legislation, which would have snuffed out remaining freedoms in Hong Kong. We have patriots on every corner here in America, too. We live in a nation where passionate patriots can make a difference. All you need to change your community for the better is passion and a plan. If you have the passion but need help coming up with a plan, why not get in touch with me here at the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles? We need more men and women in every state across our union 
who are willing to work to make America a better place for future generations. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues. Upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Chairman Helen Marie Taylor, Treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Scholar blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir. Hey, we're back. This is out of Los Angeles. Flippy. Yes, Flippy the Robot. Coming to a fast food restaurant near you. In a test kitchen in a corner building in downtown Pasadena, Flippy the robot grabbed a fryer basket full of chicken fingers, plunged it into the hot oil, its sensors told it exactly how hot, then lifted, drained, and dumped the tenders into the waiting hopper. While a few feet away, another Flippy. I had a beef patty sizzling on the grill with its camera eyes feeding pixels to a machine vision brain. It waited until the beef hit the right shade of brown and then smoothly slipped its spatula hand under the burger and plopped it onto a tray. The product of decades of research in robotics and machine learning, Flippy represents the synthesis of motors, sensories, chips, processing power that wasn't possible until recently. Flippy's success and the success of the company that built it, uh, Miso Robotics, I-S, or M-I-S-O, excuse me, M-I-S-O, depends on simple math. And, it can, and, and uh, how robots can transform the service industry. They said that they've got it down now to where it will cost significantly less to employ Flippy than a minimum wage worker. They're saying that off-the-shelf robotic arms have plunged in price in recent years from more than 100000 in 2016. I guess here's where your no inflation is, right here. It's in Flippy. To less than $10,000 today. Miso says it's ready to start offering fast food restaurant owners their own Flippy on a subscription basis. In other words, hey, for $2,000 a month, you could have your own Flippy. They say that for uh, the same worker to do what Flippy does would cost, and I'm assuming 
uh, wherever the, the low minimum wage versus the high minimum wage, four to $10,000. So Flippy's going to save you anywhere from, you know, half, right, from 4000 to 2000 or as much as $8,000 a month, depending on the restaurant's hours and local minimum wage. And Flippy will never call in sick. And they're talking about uh, the how the cost has come way down, uh, that they're already started. They have a Flippy that they put into Dodger Stadium at the Cali Burger locations. And uh, the test has gone so well that it's getting ready to launch it mainstream. So uh, the robots are coming, right? Another one. You know, you think about how many jobs do we not want to do? Right at a certain point, right then, if if we don't have those, could you imagine what would happen if all of a sudden every McDonald's in the country, every Wendy's, every Jack in the Box, every Burger King, right, just went in and said, "Hey, uh, we're firing half of you today uh, because we got ourselves a Flippy," right? And, and this is I don't I don't know where it's going, uh, but I. It's going to happen, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, everything else except for a flippy is a lot more expensive. Look at the wages you got to pay. Uh, we had uh, personal spending out today, and the savings rate uh, spending was slow. This was, and this was a January number. Uh, was only up two tenths, uh, and we know this, right? The economy was slowing down, contrary to what the idiots on the television were telling you. The, the the economy was slowing down, uh, but wages jumped uh, all on the minimum wage. Like Arizona, we went from eleven dollars to twelve uh, this year. Uh, so the the wages jumped, but people don't have any more money. I mean, and now uh, I guess uh, Flippy the robot is is gonna be coming out. They they've got it now. Where for two thousand dollars a month, I wonder what happened though uh, if it broke. With the with the store, hey, we gotta close. We we don't have anybody that knows how to cook the 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 chicken nuggets, right? Could you imagine people would be flipping out? Oh yes, yes. Well, if they can get rid of cash, if they can get rid of cash, right? Think about it, they could probably get rid of just about everybody, right? The drive-through window that could be a robot, right? Yeah, you just pull up and you. Hold up your phone that scans your phone, takes your money out of your bank account, and then uh, grabs the bag with its robot arm and hands it out there to you. I wonder what would happen if there wasn't enough people uh, employed to be able to afford to eat there. I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, but but anyway, uh, Flippy the Robot, the big article about Target today. Target is saying they're going to raise their minimum wage at all targets to $15 an hour. The workers this year got to $13 an hour, and now all the workers, are, are they're not happy. Everybody's hours got cut. Nobody gets benefits. Uh, their, their workloads have doubled, and, and they're saying, hey, this thing's a joke. I got to raise, but I, I work less hours. I'm making less money. And, oh, by the way, I'm doing twice the amount of work, and they're blaming uh, all the targets, like all the retailers, right? It's 
hey, you order online and you pick it up at the store, and they're like, you know, we're, we're warehouse workers, and now we're got to do customer service and vice versa. I'm a customer service now. I got to do warehouse jobs, uh, and, it, and it's just incredible uh, what, what's happening. Uh, down at these lower levels as wages go up and the cost of robotics goes down. You know, I saw the, I told everybody, you know, the last uh, time I was in the Walmart, they had this robot. It's just going up and down the aisle and it, it didn't talk. It didn't, you know, I, I tried to stand in front of it and it moved around me, you know, and, and I could, I didn't know what it was. And I asked one of the employees, and the robot is going down the aisles, placing orders. Yep, it sees and recognizes up the, there's, there's no product here. Let me order it. And, and it's supposed to know if it's in the back room or not. And, and again, just slowly but surely, just, I don't know how all of this is going to work out. I really, truly don't. I'm watching. We've got to slow down. Uh, how bad is coronavirus? Uh all of these companies are going to be looking to cut costs. That's just, right? I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, could you imagine if, like spring training, if nobody came, what that would do to the uh, Arizona's economy, right? That's a huge deal for us. I, I don't know. Uh, by the way, when we get back, Switzerland banning any congregation of more than 1,000 people. We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Here comes uh, the buyers. Uh, gold is now down forty six uh, at fifteen ninety six in change. Uh, that's about twenty five bucks off of the bottom. Like I said, take it down so they can all buy it for less. Uh, silver trying to show a little bit of life here. Silver got all the way down to sixteen fifty. Uh, right now, it's off ninety cents at sixteen seventy-five. Uh, the Dow is is well off the lows. Uh, the Dow was down another almost a thousand points uh, earlier this morning, down four hundred and twenty-three points. Uh, and again, don't know where it'll end up, uh, but I have no doubt the plunge protection team has been at work today. Uh, I would not be surprised uh, to ha- if we get an emergency meeting. If if there's no rally today, and we close say at the bottom, and, and we wipe out another thousand points, or heaven forbid, twelve fifteen hundred points, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an emergency meet, week uh, meeting over the weekend. Uh, I, there's a rate cut coming. I think it's going to be fifty basis points, uh, just to try to help. And it's not for why you think. It's to help companies stay out of bankruptcy uh, as the junk bond yield spreads are blowing out. Everybody's bailing out of the junk bonds and into treasuries, that the, the bond markets. That's what's happening there. They want to keep those rates down because these companies can't afford it. It's just plain and simple. If your name's not Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Facebook, right? if you're not one of those, you can't afford it. And, and it's just simple math, and that's really uh, what's at work here. Switzerland this morning, uh, of course, Switzerland borders Italy. Uh, a big jump in cases again in Italy, particularly in northern Italy. 
They have announced effective immediately all public and private events in the country involving more than a thousand people are canceled. The measure came uh, this morning, they say, will last until at least March 15th. So, the, you know, this two week thing, right? We're seeing a lot of that. Among the events that will be fe- affected, the annual Geneva International Motor Show, which was due to take place March 5th through the 15th, draws tens of thousands of visitors every year. The government said it's aware this measure will have significant impact on public life in Switzerland. However, the move is expected to provide effective protection to people in Switzerland and to the public health. It should prevent or at least delay the spread of the disease into Switzerland. For events fewer than 1,000, organizers must carry out a risk assessment in conjunction with the competent state authorities to decide whether the event can be held or not. Right? So you kind of think about that. You're always at an event, and you're like, yeah, forget it. Right? It's not worth it. i got to jump through all these hoops. Uh, by the way, Switzerland has, ready for this, uh, 15 confirmed cases. And this is the type of action that that is being presented. And it just, again, I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. 15 people, and this is what you're doing? So what, and again, I don't know about this. It scares me. What do they know? that we don't know, right? And I hear Mick Mulvaney, hey, everybody should just stop talking about it. Yep, we're going to close schools and churches and maybe have to cancel events and all that stuff, but no, it's fine. Is it? Because it kind of seems like if it's fine, you wouldn't have to worry about it. And, And how can you not talk about it when countries are making these kinds of announcements? The impact on this is it's huge. You got to remember, you know, the Dow Jones and and Wall Street, the S&P 500, they're made up of mostly global companies. Yeah, they may have an American name, but they're global. And essentially, we're seeing country after country, what, shutting down. Right? What are the ramifications? How many many places can shut down before you're like, uh uh-oh. And and I just, again, I'm just pointing it out because it just doesn't seem to add up to me. It's, what what's what's really happening here? It it, it defies uh, the logic. There's only one of two things, right? Number one is this thing's way worse than what they're saying, right? And all the numbers that we're getting from everywhere, from China to Italy to South Korea, is all bogus, and it's a lot more lethal. And they just don't want you to know. Which I I. I have a hard time believing that one. I mean, yeah, do I think numbers out of China are both? Yes. But do I think that, you know, maybe maybe 20,000 have died, but, you know, do I think hundreds of thousands of people in China died? No. So why is all of this happening? And that's the part I don't understand. And and so now, now it leads me to believe it's something else. 
right? Hey, this is just part of the plan, right? We're going to crash it all. Uh, we're going to get rid of Trump, and we're going to get the people that we want in their field to burn. Everybody's going to be a good little socialist, a good little globalist. And by the way, we're going to destroy all the money, and we're coming in with the electronic credits, and it's going to be wonderful. I mean, quite honestly, all of a sudden, I know, right, that's crazy type thinking, right? Get the tinfoil helmet on, right? Get out the jacket and do it all. Get in the basement. But it kind of makes, like, it kind of fits, doesn't it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Final segment of the week. Final segment here as we get out of here. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, $405 a roll. less than it was on Monday morning. Uh, U.S. $20 liberties at $16.50. Also, what is that? I think they were like $17.30. So uh, huge savings there as well at $800-951-0592. Everything's going so fast. Uh, The Dow is now down over 700 points again. Uh, looked like it was kind of rallying, and then just and and just a trade or two right back down. Crude oil uh, getting taken to the woodshed again as well. Everything is getting demolished today. But crude oil now forty five dollars a barrel. Uh, and again, these are a lot of vulnerable players in that field. Uh, I, I just layoffs are coming. I mean, right? And that's what's gonna happen. I don't want it to be, but I, and again, the, the whole reaction to all of this, I mean, is this really where we're headed? Is this, you know, I, I, I can't believe Bernie Sanders, look, the, the guy, the crowds are huge. Now they, they're trying to make it so Biden wins in South Carolina, but I'm going to tell you right now, you look at the crowds that, that, that Bernie Sanders has, you look at the crowd Joe Biden has, you're like, yeah, that's not even close. Right. But uh, is this the, was this it? Is this this whole you know flu uh, brought in to 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 bring it all down and get the global thing back on track? And you know all these trade agreements. Let's just get rid of all that stuff and let's all just be good socialists and we'll get we'll get Bernie in here and and everybody can be dependent upon the government for everything i mean it would be devastating even if it's bloomberg let's just say it's not bernie even bloomberg he's freaking horrible and it, it you're all of the 401k good feelings going away i i really think uh what's happened this week is going to have an effect on people you know when they're buying big ticket items like houses right and autos with you know, autos has been slowing, but housing has been doing at least fairly well. Uh, I think that changes, right? I think they're they're forcing it. It feels like they're trying to force not a slowdown. Recession and a big one. Uh, Dow's down 750. Uh, the S&P's down 70. The NASDAQ's down 129. Uh, gold's down 49. Crude oil's down $2.25. Uh, silver's down ninety five cents at sixteen seventy. Gold's at fifteen ninety three right now, uh, and, and we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I, I 
I got to believe here sooner or later uh, the central banks need to act. The fact that uh, even this morning they had Evans, Fed, Fed, St. Louis Fed Chairman Evans on TV, and he is still, well, you know, well, we're, we're going to evaluate it. If, if it's warranted, we'll do it, but not. Not saying, hey, we need to do it. Uh, former Fed Governor Kevin Warsh was a guest on CNBC. He's begging them to do it. Uh, and, of course, you got to remember now, he's a former, so he's in. He's on the, the Wall Street side, right? He, he's on all these publicly, the boards of publicly traded companies. He gets it. He knows, hey, these rates are starting to blow out. Watch the bond market. I think that's where the biggest risk is. Patriot Radio News Hour. I know. It's a lot to, to, to go over. Get your tinfoil hat on. Call the Patriot Trading Group. Get some gold and silver put away. And we'll be back on Monday.